Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. We've got a case of the Mondays. It's your Yahoo Sports Canada daily podcast for Monday, October 21st. But first, sports. Welcome back from the weekend. Happy Monday morning. Grab yourself a coffee. There is lots and lots to get to this morning in sports. We are officially one day away from the beginning of the Toronto Raptors and NBA season. We know who the World Series matchup will be. We've got crazy MLS playoffs. We have Denis Shapovalov winning a title, Maple Leafs versus Bruins, and more. But First, the Toronto Raptors will get their rings. They will raise a banner to the Raptors tomorrow night. Preseason is officially over. We are all ready to go. In the process of getting everything ready for the season, we have seen the roster more or less finalized top to bottom. And most importantly, they handed Pascal Siakam the bag. Big time. Siakam signed the rookie scale max four years, 130 million dollars he is signed through the 2023-24 season he is officially the man officially a max money guy and what a journey I mean the 27th overall pick to earning a rotation spot to being the most improved player and an NBA champion the Raptors are betting on Spicy P's future with continued development and they locked him in at real we believe in you money Vivek Jacob was with the team yesterday after the signing broke and wow, the team trimmed the bottom part of their roster. And he joins me now, Vivek. What does the four-year max deal mean for both Siakam and for the Raptors in the near future? I think the franchise has seen enough for him to warrant looking at what he could do over the next few years and what he could be. Again, this is someone that started playing the game just you know seven, eight years ago. And you can see the steps he's taking as he figures it out. So... For the franchise, it's an opportunity to show some goodwill and say, hey, we don't need you to show us anymore. This is what we think you're worth. And I think a good comp right now is Buddy Heald and what he's going through with the Sacramento Kings. Not comparing them as players, but when you look at Buddy Heald's situation and he's saying, hey, if you're saying I'm the guy, show me the money like I am the guy. And with the Raptors, they did that. They showed him the money and Siakam took it. Going forward, their cap uh, remains fairly clean regardless of this move, right? Yes, absolutely. I mean, when you look at uh, the way they've maybe sort of shifted uh, the goalposts a little bit, I think initially there was some planning towards a free agency in 2020, but with all the names that have sort of dropped out from that mix, it looks like a fairly underwhelming class. So now they've shifted their focus to 2021. That's why you re-sign Kyle Lowry. That's why you offer Siakam uh, this extension to show that you'll still be competitive uh, enough to appeal to the top tier free agents in 2021, which will feature the likes of Giannis Antetokounmpo, LeBron James, you know, 
who knows, maybe Kawhi Leonard will come back. Um, <laughs> but you never know with these things, right? The way the NBA is now, you can't, nothing is off the table. Uh, Cap-wise, I think they've put themselves in good, good position uh, to be players in the free agent class of 2021. Now, you were at practice with Nick Nurse on Sunday. They sort of more or less made their finalized moves. We know who more or less will be on the roster for Tuesday's opening night. Quickly, how do you sort of see the rotation uh, filling out right now in terms of opening night and just in terms of tiers, in terms of your guys that you know are locked in and, and working their way down from that? So there's clearly a top seven. Nick Nurse has referred to that over and over in the past few days, and that's Kyle Lowry, Fred VanVleet, OG Ananobi, Pascal Siakam, Marcus Gasol, Norman Powell, and Serge Ibaka. We know that's the seven that's going to play the bulk of the minutes, and he said ideally he'd like to have a nine-man rotation. We saw Terrence Davis look like he could be that eighth guy with the way he showed out against the Brooklyn Nets. Patrick McCaw didn't figure into the equation because of a sore uh, kneecap, and Nurse made it sound like he should figure into the rotation and the Raptors need some ball handling, uh, some playmaking. And so he'll figure into the mix there. Uh, and then he said it's a dead heat between Chris Boucher, Rondé Hollis-Jefferson, Stanley Johnson, Mr. 99, Matt Thomas, <laughs> and uh, Malcolm Miller. And it's just going to be a plug-and-play depending on what they need, whether they need a big man, whether they need some shooting, whether they need some defense. And so that's how it's going to play out. And it's up to those guys who are on the fringe on the outside looking in to earn themselves the minutes. The Raptors, as mentioned, did a little bottom of the roster shuffling as well. They waived Isaiah Taylor and signed and waived Canadian point guard Tyler Ennis. Those pair of moves are with designs on those guys landing in the G League as, as affiliate players on the Raptors 905. Technically, O'Shea Brissett is still on the roster, but it appears Malcolm Miller has won the duty of 15th man. Unless something drastic changes, expect O'Shea to be waived and sent to 905 as well. On the ice over the weekend, the Maple Leafs, without the captain, no John Tavares, beat the Boston Bruins on Saturday night. Mike Babcock, he loaded up one of his lines. He played Austin Matthews and Mitch Marner together, and it paid off, in the short term at least, it paid off in the first game. It doesn't get any easier for the Maple Leafs this week. It never does, it seems. Uh, They host the Columbus Blue Jackets tonight, then they will immediately fly to Boston to take on the Bruins once again. Two games very quickly to the Bruins, and this one as the second half of a back-to-back on Tuesday. Puck drop in Toronto tonight against the Blue Jackets, as I said. It's 7 p.m. Eastern at the Scotiabank Arena. They have another back-to-back at the end of this week, actually, Friday and Saturday. They have back-to-back games as well, so not an easy week for the Buds. Speaking of not easy, it was a wild one on the pitch in the MLS playoffs. Toronto FC had a ridiculous game against D.C. United at BMO Field in their first-round playoff matchup. TFC held a lead from the 32nd minute all the way into the third minute of added time. They gave up a game-tying goal in what seemed like a heartbreaking moment right at the end of the game, but extra time was ridiculous. TFC scored one, two, three, four goals in the extra 15 minutes. They win 5-1. In extra time, goals in the 93rd, 95th, 103rd, and 106th minutes. They move on. They play NYC FC next. That's on Wednesday 
in the conference semifinals. Denis Shapovalov grabbed his first ATB tournament title as well over the weekend. Denis won the Stockholm Open, which is, full disclosure, only a 250-level tournament, but it still counts as his first ATP title. Vivek Jacob rejoins me quickly here. Not a huge title, Vivek, but continued growth for him and for Canadian tennis in 2019. Yeah, absolutely. And I think for Denis Shapovalov, it's just something important to check off the box and you know, to get that first ATP title under his belt. And I think it's very easy to lose sight of the fact that he's still only 20 years old. And, you know, you look at the way he burst onto the scene a couple of years ago at the Rogers Cup and uh, got to the semis there, I think expectations sort of rose with that, especially with him getting to the fourth round of the U.S. Open after that. Um, and then things have sort of tailed off. And, you know, I, I almost look at it as a sophomore slump where now everyone's aware of him and knows his name and knows what his game's about. And uh, it's a chance for him to grow. And now he's, he's taken that baby step in terms of getting that first ATP title. And so hopefully that gives him the confidence now to go into some bigger matches and um, you know, I think what was impressive at this tournament was the way he was able to maybe grind some points out. We see the flash all the time with that one hand and backhand, uh, the way he can lace that forehand. And, you know, I think there, there was a bit more uh, effort to be patient in some points here where I think that's the most encouraging sign. And finally, we know who will be in the World Series matchup. The Houston Astros won the ALCS in six games thanks to a walk-off two-run home run from Jose Altuve in the bottom of the ninth off Yankees closer or oldest Chapman. The Astros return to the World Series for the second time in three years, and it means the 2010s will be the first decade that the New York Yankees do not make the World Series at least once. That is a crazy run, but it is over. No Yankees World Series this year. Decade on the other side, waiting for the Astros. Of course, the Washington Nationals await. They are making their first World Series appearance. Game one of the Fall Classic starts tomorrow, Tuesday, October 22nd, 8 p.m. in Houston. Should be some great pitching matchups, great hitting. Feels like feels like a good World Series is on the way there. And feels like a good day is on the way as well. As that is all the time there is for this morning's show. Start your week. Start your day. It's almost time to start the season. Game one. Just one more reminder of the Raptors season is tomorrow night. But first, the Maple Leafs play the Blue Jackets tonight. I will be back to tell you all about it and to tee up opening night for the Toronto Raptors tomorrow. In the meantime, get out there and enjoy your Monday. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 